0: Buildings have evolved, so let's give them the attention they deserve. This is 10 Minutes to a Better Building, a podcast from the building experts at Boland. We're a building solutions provider with more than 350 professionals and 150 technicians with one goal in mind, to make your building better. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 10 Minutes to a Better Building. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. It's a pleasure to have you along with us here for another episode of the show. Today, we're going to be talking about grants and financing and how they can be a fantastic way to unlock some keys to, to upgrading your building. And so joining me here once again on the podcast for her second appearance is Bree Woodmoyer. And uh, Brie, thank you so much for joining us here for the show. No problem. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Of course, of course. So, Bree, let's dive in and talk a little bit more about grants and financing. And first of all, let's let's define what a grant is. What What is a grant? And why should people be interested in learning more about them? Sure. Great question.
1: So a grant is a funding opportunity. It can either come from the government or it can come from private foundational sources. Um, and grants are created to serve a specific purpose, very specific purpose. Um, funding avenues. They're looking for very specific guidelines um, meeting very specific goals. So um, these grants can be competitive or non-competitive. So competitive grants are um, there's a finite application period, a certain date to apply by, and then you're competing with a pool of other applicants, and then they're going to pick out the best of the bunch and award those. Non-competitive grants are can either be first come, first serve, meaning that um, there's a rolling application period. Whoever gets their application in first, as long as you're qualified, gets the money. Or it can be a formulary grant, which means that there's a specific um, algorithm or formula that, that they use to distribute the funds, and then you just apply for the money that's already been allocated to you. Um, and this is free money. It doesn't have to be paid back. Um, just You just basically have the premise of using it what you what you said that you were going to use it for. And that's that. So that's why it's attractive for a lot of our clients because there's no interest. You don't pay it back. Um, And a lot of times what's interesting is that this money goes unspent. If there's not enough applications or not enough qualified applicants um, and they don't have anybody to give the money to, then it goes unspent. So that's why it's important to stay on top of it.
0: Yeah, that's that's really interesting and, and I think really important for people to know that there are these avenues out there for them to upgrade uh, their buildings and, and go through these types of means. So when, when you think about the grants that are out there right now, what's driving um, what's driving many of the grants that you're seeing out there in the market right now?
1: Yeah, so it's mostly, especially the government grants, it very closely follows what that particular administration is striving for. So in the current administration, um they're really prioritizing energy sustainability, um, improving schools, especially public schools, um, sustainability, electrification, infrastructure. Those kinds of hot topics is what they're they're looking at. And within that, within those categories, they're also looking at specific items of interest, so to speak. So those would be environmental justice. Um, Giving money to organizations that have minority leadership, um, rural entities, low-income housing, um, and organizations that can prioritize diversity and inclusion. So, if you have, if you uh, work for a company that has any of those specific characteristics, you're more qualified for grants in this current administration than previously. So, and then it changes every four years, so we have to stay on the ball every time it changes.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's right. Priorities change uh, as new administrations come in and others leave. That's a that's a great point and something good to to keep in mind for sure. And so, um, you mentioned competitive and, and non competitive grants earlier, and I'm curious just what the grant process looks like. What does it look like to apply for these? And walk us through that a little bit.
1: Sure. So the grant process. The the one thing to know about grants is that no two grants are ever the same. It's always going to be different. So, um, but generally speaking, grants follow. Um, The kind of outline that they follow is that first we'll do a matchmaking process, so taking into account the client's goals, needs, and wants, and then finding grants that closely align with those. So that process can take several months to identify current or future grant opportunities for that particular client. Once we have a match in place, we work on the application, formally putting pen to paper, um, so this, and again, applications can be anywhere from two pages to 200 pages. It just depends on what the agency is asking for, um, application gets submitted. We wait for a response. This waiting period again, can be, it can be a month or it could be a year. It just depends on what their how busy they are, what their timelines are, um, how many applicants they have, so on and so forth. Um, and then once they have a decision, they'll announce it publicly. And then, hopefully, if we if we are successful in completing a successful application, um, they'll distribute the money, and then you can move on with your projects from there.
0: Absolutely, that that makes a lot of sense. And so, when it comes down to to helping clients make the most of what grants have to offer, uh, tell us a little bit more about having how having like a knowledge on your part of what your clients' goals are helps you align them best with the grants that are out there and available right now.
1: Yeah, that's really important because that's the one thing that the agencies are looking for in the applications is how closely do the agency's priorities align with the applicant's priorities. So if we can line those up and match them up, that's going to make a more outstanding application for the agency and the more likely that they're going to award it. Also, on the other side of that is um, grants are closely linked to timelines, so by knowing what the clients are trying to achieve and when and how that all fits together. Um, and the construction process is important because for instance, if you're trying to um, make improvements to your boiler system or your hot water system, we wouldn't want to apply for a grant that's gonna award in April because that doesn't make sense. You need the money in like October. So um, by knowing the construction process Coupled with the client's goals and when they're trying to achieve their goals, um, is where kind of all those pieces fit together.
0: Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense, and it, it makes sense to me that that an expert like yourself that has that kind of knowledge that knows the the timelines for the grants, but also how that can match up and relate to the timelines for specific improvements that, that clients could make. I think um, having that expertise is, is really where you kind of tie this whole process together. And it's really interesting to see how these things can all come about. And so I'm curious from your perspective, if you, if you could share a couple of examples of how Boland has helped walk clients through this grant process um, recently and and some of the outcomes of that.
1: Sure. So we recently had a client um, that was looking to make improvements to their chiller, uh, which is providing chilled water to the building. Um, It's a multifamily apartment complex. Um, And they are looking, we ended up getting them a grant that covers a third of the cost of the project. Um, So that was a third of the money that they get to keep in their pocket. Um, And also as part of that project, um, They went 100% green electric, so it improved their sustainability as well. So it was really a a good case study because it was a win-win for both the client and the city and the county. So the client, uh, it was a win for them because they improved their occupant comfort, equipment reliability, and improved their sustainability. Um, And it was a win for the city and the county um, because they also improved their sustainability, reduced their greenhouse gas emissions, um, and got them closer to their ultimate goal of being net zero by 2035.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Big wins all around. So that makes... Um, that really seems to drive home this, uh, the, the benefits of what grants can do as you look at making building improvements. What are some ways that people can get in touch? If, if you have clients, if you have customers, or just people out there that are interested in talking to you and learning more about the grant process, um, where can they get in touch? What's the best way for them to do that?
1: You can reach out to your account executive. Um, I work closely with every single one of them. So um, if you've got specific requests or just general requests, reach out to your kind executive, um, they can get you in touch with our team. Um, and then we'll put you on our radar, start looking for grants for you guys.
0: I love it. I love it. Brie, any final thoughts, anything you want to share with the audience before we sign off here for this episode?
1: Yeah. So, um, the thing about grants is that it's not one, one size fits all. So, um, and sometimes, you know, based on who the client is, sometimes a grant doesn't make sense. Um, There's a ton of different financial avenues that you can take um, if you're looking to get projects done. Grants are just one small piece of that. You can also look into utility incentives and loans. Um, I know loan is sometimes a scary word for a lot of people, but it shouldn't be. Um, I like to think of loans as grants in disguise. So um, take, for instance, a $200,000 project secured by a loan um, that has energy savings say that project saves $50,000 a year, you're essentially just giving yourself a $50,000 grant um, because that's money that you get to keep in your pocket. And that's money that you get to keep in your pocket each year for the foreseeable future. So there's a lot of different ways to go about getting grants, utility incentives and loans. All of those come together um, to make the financial picture um, to help us get projects done and everybody to achieve their goals.
0: Excellent stuff, Bree Wood-Moyer, optimization engineer at Boland. Bree, thank you so much for joining us here on this episode of the show, sharing a little bit more about grants and the grant process and the benefits it can provide. Thank you again. Thanks, Tyler. Of course. And everyone out there, thank you for tuning into this episode of 10 Minutes to a Better Building, podcast brought to you by Boland. We appreciate it very much. Of course... For more episodes, we have a ton of them. You can even go and hear Bree's previous podcast episode uh, in the feed. So go find that on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or of course, by visiting Boland.com. All the great ways to uh, to find the podcast and to enjoy it. So make sure to go do that and stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes of the show. But for this one, for Brie Woodmore, I'm Tyler Kern. We'll talk to you again soon.